Bonin Cast, Product Innovation and UX Design with Bonanza Design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of UX Boost Camp. Today, we welcome back one of our favorite guests, our dear colleague, Carlos. It is always a pleasure to have you with us, Carlos. Thank you for joining us again. (laughs) And today, we will explore a thing that we hear all the time during our conversations within our Discord community. We hear all the time on our webinars, and I think we have talked about it a lot during our previous episodes, which is design systems. I mean, this is something that always generates a lot of questions, a lot of doubts, and people wonder about it a lot. So I thought we were, I thought, it was about time to finally talk about this during uh, UX Boost Camp and, uh, and maybe shine some light into it. So maybe let's start with a very, very basic question. What is design system? So I think I, I'm surprised that we didn't talk about it yet. Yeah. One of the most popular questions probably regarding UX, UI. Um, Yes, there are a lot of misconceptions about what it is, but to be like super, uh, to be as clear as possible and to put it in the simplest words possible, it's just a set of rules that define how you should create and interact with rules. It's a very, very on the UX UI product level. Maybe standard. <laughs> That's and I would go as far finalize. as to say that a design system also would Podcast. include some sort of perspective from development, not only UI and UX. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just in general, it's a it's a document where all of the people involved in creating a product, from developers up to marketers, uh, need to get to know and follow. So that you have like the cohesive uh, result at the end. Hundred <laughs> percent. So that's like more in general what it is. But I know that a lot of people when starting, if that's what they get as a description, they would be really confused and they don't have a single clue what it is exactly. Uh, but before we jump into this, um, I think mm-hmm. the real important part that we should discuss is why do you even want to have something like a set of rules for product and i think that's part that it's more like people are forgetting about it and people forgetting about the purpose of it and just creating it because they like the flashy button boxes and components and so on but that's that's not only it so uh let's start with like a brief explanation and getting more into like the the purpose of the design system <laughs> and the whole idea behind it, and then we can uh, discuss a little about what what's in it exactly. Or maybe we can switch things up and start with what what's in them exactly, but like talk about it as an example. So how do you, what do you think, guys? Whatever you guys prefer, <laughs> I will go with the flow. Okay. So maybe uh, I about my short monologue, I figure out that we should probably start with explaining what's in the design system briefly to give you some context. So 
the basic design system, what it is, is a file, a doc document, or some sort of thing that will allow you to group all of the guidelines for the project. It, to, I think the most common scenario is that it would be a page in Figma or a file in Figma uh, that will, first of all, describe the project. Have in its the, the the simplest form of it is a style guide. That's the simplest design system you can imagine. So it will explain why are you why the company is using this logo, why the these colors are involved in there, and how to use them. So that's the base. And on top of that, you're building additional rules, such as uh, how, for example, the language uh, which we are using. So we are more formal or we are more loose then on the, and that's like the building building and on top of that you have a ui elements or like explanations how to build um, essentially for example a website and what it is is just a set of components that will allow you to you that that you use to build additional features and stuff it could start with uh Definition of the typography, uh, definition of styles, not being a UX uh, and simple components, single entities. So uh, as you can icons, imagine, I probably buttons, started inputs. this when I was maybe 16, uh, 17 years old. With these so components, you build additional things and so, and so on and so on. And that's basically yeah, yeah. the, I think the design like 10 system. And so we're talking about almost 14 years ago. Yes, I am an old person. I just turned 30 a couple of weeks ago. I think ago. that that's it. Rough. So there was no fit. We can discuss it. And even more, if there were, in more there was. Later, uh, this development came much after Figma was founded. So what did we do before Figma was a thing? Or before design system or something that was widely spoken? Before we had components? Before we had barriers? Before we had out the layout? We used Photoshop. <laughs> or at least I used Photoshop. And there were many pain points. There were many situations in Photoshop that created a recurring amount of work. Now, in that recurrence, many fantastic people, one of them Brad Frost, I guess, um, started noticing patterns. You know, so I'm duplicating this and I'm duplicating that. And now I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven artworks with the same pattern, with the same elements. And if I need to do a change, and if I need to make a change, I have to edit out all 11 frameworks, sorry, all 11 artworks. Now within that pattern, um, lights lays the structure. And within that structure, lays elements, or well, we found elements, constituent elements that made the whole interface. Now, I am guessing this foundation or this understanding laid the foundation to what was described as the atomic um, design. Atomic Design is a fantastic book by Brad Frost, again, read it. Uh, to our audience, I definitely recommend that you read it. And then to not go into, into Atomic Habits, any Atomic Habits, and now I'm talking about the, the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah to totally different thing, but also read that one. Also read that one. Uh, <laughs> Atomic Design. Now, Figma, being a fantastic product, came a city as it is, capitalized on this. Um, Basing on this notion of the atomic design, proposed a way to minimize all of these pain points that we had. And the way that those pain points were minimized is by the creation, or one of the ways that those pain points were alleviated, was by the creation of the design system. And this is where your definition comes in. I cannot imagine doing UI work, UX work even, 
as I was doing it maybe 10, 12, 13 years ago. It's a totally different thing, but also worth reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's a really important part. That uh, So to sum it up, we have two, I think, two main purposes of the design system and creation of it. So the first one is to to make sure that the product or like service that we are creating is cohesive on every level of the development and on every stage. And the second one is to minimize repetitive work, which translates to automate your process. And that's a huge value. And I think when you're starting creating it, and you are learning how to do it, the first and most important question to ask yourself is when you're looking into the project, you need to see what are the things that are repetitive? What are the things that I'm doing that I can have a template for and just copy that? And that's what design system, especially for UI designers, uh, is so you have a set of things it's just you can imagine uh, a lego it's just like a lego and the whole industry is going towards this like a lego approach what i mean by lego approach is back like let's go back 10 years ago and if you wanted to create a website you need to start from scratch you need to create every div block you need to create every container define uh, the paddings, the, the margins, how it should, uh, how it, is it, should it be responsive? And based on that, you define everything and then you create additional section, you edit it and so on and so on. But right now we are 10 years ahead of this. So we already have this block design. People are designed it. So what you need to do is just take them and stylize it to your likings. And what it means is that our Job right now evolves, and, that sounds like and that's what design system. It just uh, takes going all of this track. that you needed to write a, code a structure C and just put it in a nice box so that you don't need to define rectangle by just writing so it a code. Just simply drag and drop, faster. and that's what auto, auto and layout. It facilitates collaboration. And all of these things allowing us to work coming, more efficiently going back and, and forth between not only designers but also other actors involved in the design. Why we need the design system. Because if you have a really well-designed design system, it allows you to create pages, uh, not like drag-and-drop rectangle, but drag-and-drop every section. And you just align certain parts in the section. So it saves you a ton of work. And in design system, you can have defined the responsiveness of the section. So you don't need to care about this at all. And essentially, it just will speed up your process by... Around 30%, because that was uh, actually the Figma did a case study on that. So what, what I would like to think about the, the design system is just like a set of Lego bricks that allow you to build your house faster. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's the point. That's a really... Actually, on the previous episode, we talked about this uh, with the developer, and he raised and importance of having the set of rules and how it could speed up the process. And following that, just you, because 
every person has a different different language. You can imagine it as a, so because I wanted to lean towards the, uh, the the last part that you said about the design system. So like the communication and integrity. Uh, that's also, I think, one of the misspelled parts about the design system. Because once you learn about it, you're just focusing mostly on the UI part of the design system. So you're trying to create a design system that will be uh, we will be used by uh, designers only. And we are focusing, we are tend to focus on that and forgetting about the people that will use the design system besides the designers, which are the developers, market, uh, marketers, and all other groups, uh, every other group of people. And you can, you can imagine that the whole problem <laughs> that, that is the thing. Is, let's say, a mural system. It's a world. It, it, it is and each group, and of we were zeroing in on this, like designers, they're not rules, developers, they're guidelines. marketers, and as our guidelines are, they are different nationalities. They are they there different to give you communication, so to give you a starting point, to standardize to a certain the, degree. As a designer, you use a different language. But they will change according to the requirements the of the products. It, it's maybe what best you a can do in this situation one, is to ensure that different. And the marketers your design totally system, the location, the documentation Chinese. of your design system has a language that is easily understandable, that, that was, that was has a layout that uh, is fast and easy to so, understand, and, and that is easily, easily accessible for everyone. Because we don't understand each other, that no creates, right? <laughs> Using your analogy of the dictionary, that creates an error. Um, you know, the dictionary has and what the design a structure different is, to what it has. It you know, is uh, of just Esperanto, definition, like, phonetics, uh, or like word definition, the, the language that most of the people can learn. And it has something else. Or I don't a know, dictionary. Like, every single so, word it had a different structure and then the different fonts and different font sizes and then some blank pages uh, and there were no consistency the in the dictionary. And the designer, it would be very hard to It's interpret. getting much easier to communicate stuff. But and we need to design the dictionary, and that can be tricky because if you describe one word that means something and it's a little bit different meaning for uh, a different people, then it will get really messy. So that's a really really important part of the design system to create it so everyone will understand. It. And the question is for you, Carlos: How do you achieve it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's again that's. What we can even go further with the design system and say that you don't need to. So, like, but the the first step essentially for you for the designers is to create a and design system yeah, that will allow you to for CEOs, create yeah, screens faster and would be somehow set it, it, guidelines for the developers. Thing, and it, that's uh, something very really difficult. To typography, colors, and Party basic from designers components. ourselves. And also from and everyone like that surrounds step. us. Then you build on top of um, it. So we are using example, for some developers bigger to have components a to and how then design with this bigger components because sections and they're in the mindset that you know I do the code. And that's how you, you do the templates for that. Even you for the the colors, the typography, I do the JavaScript. Understand it and it's super easy for the designers to create. Because when you when you mentioned this previous part, you said you're doing a very important key. If you're at this level. Right. You need to think uh, about the design, whole structure, this the hierarchical design structure, and that that's where very minimal to the template to the largest the design system template slash pages. Because you need to and having think this hierarchical about the design system as a product really allows you to as make a dictionary, changes, but changes that are contained again, and that are every dictionary which is word, has the same structure but a different content, mm -hmm. and that's that is super tricky, and that's really hard part of designing a design system.
because you need you don't need to you need to think about not necessarily about each like subsection of the design system. So you don't need to think about like the okay, I need to design a typography and define correctly every style. It's fine, but then you need to think about the scalability of the whole thing. So what if the branding changes totally? Then you need to update it. But how you will update it? You need to connect everything clearly so that it's a product that people will use. So creating a design system is something like B2B2C product. So you're creating a product that will be used by professionals, which are the designers, to create a product for customers. And exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep, yep. I, I think two two important questions here are one, does every product require a design system? And two, at what stage do you decide to create a, a design system? Right? Do you do you from the get go create a design system? Do you wait till I don't know the product is in development? Do you wait till you're, you're at you know at a certain stage in your design process? How do you do it? Exactly. Exactly. That's and so what I would like to think about the design system is because, again, there are different levels of complexity based on the maturity of your company. And like the biggest one is when you're like have a defined product and you're using it just to create another features, the design system. And you really need to think about those two, scalability and um, the, the communication. Because let's, if the design system is designed badly at the beginning and it's got and it's getting scaled up you can imagine that at some point there will be so many different guidelines and so many uh, rules that will contract each other it's gonna be impossible to maintain and that's a really hard subject so I think we can move a little how to create because I think the really important part of a design system is not like explaining how to create a button component and then put it in the section because that's super easy and that you will get. It's more of about the mentality, how to create, how to change your mindset to create a project, the product that want to be looking the same in five years. So you need to create a template. You need to create a wireframe for the whole product so that every part can be easily changed. And that's the hard part, I think. So maybe we can jump into it and just try to explain how to achieve that, Carlos. Very good questions. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so let's, before the finish, how to do it, let's address these questions. And I think my favorite, I will answer with my favorite word, which is, it depends. Uh, it really depends on the couple of things. So first of all, maybe let's first address the easier one, which is uh, do you even need a design system for your product? And what I would say, yes, for all of your products, you need a design system. I don't think I can continue working with this. I, I had a different mind some sort of a year ago. What I changed if you're building a Why? Because website, you need to think about the design system. Page, design system is you probably really never will. 
play, not play, but it's a but for other types design of products, system can have even for the a lot of like, different. I, I wouldn't dream of what I meant, on a SaaS based application, uh, SaaS type application. For, like design system for a small thing, such as landing page, also should exist. Mm -hmm. But your design system for a landing page, when the project is just a landing page, should be only a set one document. That will explain. Okay, use paddings, thirty-two pieces. That, that is a reflection page. of your maturity. Here are said. the components that will repeat your itself. So use only this. Don't worry about the other ones. Use this fonts, and that shouldn't take you a lot of time, but it will speed up the process <laughs> in the future. And also, it's a like a, a not the safeguard, but it's um, the product can be changed in the future. And if you're not doing it, it's, it would be really hard to maintain. And even if it's like a really small, really, really small project, it could happen that it will be a big one in the future. And spending an hour or two, because for like the small things, the creating like this no, that, basic, that's the thing. basics of the design system. I'm, I'm thinking like in, in your like experience as a freelancer. Two at um, if it's for like a small thing. And if you, if you this build base, a client in advance for a design perfect. system, if you base, don't have much a notion or a clear notion about the, the scope future of the project, the of that. Do, you, you forget about it, do you work in the project and then build for this, do you do it from the get-go? Developers can come by and they um, don't know my how to code this because you, they don't have again, any description of anything. And yeah, and they will spend five to six hours more checking every button. To and see you if can the color is the same. Intuit. That's the that basic. That, that's the simplest example. Like <laughs> at a certain point. So if you what or where that need point to is, create a design system. I am not sure for everything that you're doing. You know, <laughs> but the design system uh, yeah. different forms for small things. It doesn't need to be big. For big things, we will talk about it in a while. But let I wanted your perspective on this, Carlos. Of course. So what we can differentiate is maybe a style guide and a design system. So let's say design system is more advanced, but you need a style guide for everything that you're doing. That's my assumption. Yeah, exactly. So, but let's move to the other questions. Other question, when it's the right time? When is the right time to create a design system? I think that's one of the questions. I think that's one of the questions we hear most especially in our design system webinar, when is the right time? I think everyone asks themselves, like, when is the right time? You know, that's yeah. the, I think that's the most important question right now. I think, so, Carlos, do you want to go first? No, you don't. That's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I get your point. And I, in my opinion, if you are working on the project and you started to think, man, I would really appreciate a design system, it's too late. <laughs> because if you are working on the start and you're working, probably working on the start, I'm not sure where you, it was. If they like, couldn't afford the design system at the beginning, and let's differentiate what, what we were talking really about. It's really hard to use it. And if you're not and starting with some right, kind style of base, just... then the implementing it blocks of once the project designing. is on the like mid level, it's not necessarily a documentation. You, you just throw around some colors, some buttons, the time you whip up some buttons, already. and you have to be simple. So what I'm thinking about it when when I'm thinking about work, when is the right time to create a design system, I think that's a wrong question. Based on a question. style guide, 
Like at the I don't think the that should that be a push. Requires. I think what but you should do for every project is to start on a limited with style guide. Template requires a lot of workarounds, design requires a lot of changes, requires to introduce newer elements per so page. Have, even for the smallest inconsistencies, project, you have that accrue into design that put it to give uh, a good this example here, design for understandable. You have a Figma file when you have to describe the rules that it's so, so, so that the project is no longer scalable slash how to navigate across it because that's, that's when you need if you're like following the common standard, this would so much for every project. And you have, you have to, to find go the beyond essential components with style. essential styles Perfect. and fonts that you can easily change for the upcoming projects. And I think having that as a base for every project you're working on, it's gonna speed up your process and you don't need to ask the question. Because if you're starting with the template, um, updating it for the specific brand, it will take you an hour, hour and a half, if it's properly defined, the template. And what about the, uh, Carlos, you asked a really good question about the cost of it. I wouldn't even consider asking um, asking a client about it. I would just simply, like, let's say I have, I, I will get 100 euros per project. So I will, if I want to use template, I will try to, um, I will try to that, price so my project, my price my building a design system is like simple undertaking. Building a design system that is easily maintainable, that is scalable, and that is they, correctly slash Every client will say to you, no, we don't need that. This will be too expensive. The but you, at you some level, it will save you, layer, not the clients. So I think we start with the template and of course, if you're like building at the level where you, not think, something that where you think that you will you do need to move from it's like not basic components and creating a section something that you have to think about then you need to very, very critically like, okay, we before you spend additional three hours on the project, but then it will save us time in the future. And that's, I think, the approach that I, maybe not ideal, but the best approach you can have for the, for the projects and for this, answering this question somehow. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's a good approach. I think to like give you more like a sign that should light um, uh, that should light up in your mind uh, when it's the right time is when you need to address some feedback from the client, and the feedback was, let's say, I don't like the lines on the cards. I don't like the lines on the sections outline. Let's change that to shadow. And if that will take you more than hour or like you actually see that you need to change that in more than two places, then you need to figure, then you think, then you need to think about it. Then you need to think, okay, maybe I will need a design system. Or there, so like to simplify it, if the feedback is a small change and this small change will take you a long time, then you need to think about the design system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have a really good example because we worked, I don't want to mention names and names of the company, but I worked on the really big design system. And actually I worked on the project where uh, the company was transitioning from the poorly made design system to fully uh, workable design system, even with mm, pages as a templates. So 
it was a ready-to-go product, and it was such a product that each screen was a component in itself. So when you're starting designing some feature, you don't start with the frame and Figma, you copy the template. So this was, it, it was like one of the biggest and one of the best made design system that I've wor ever worked with. And I was participating in creating it, uh, of this design system. And it was super expensive. <laughs> From the, I think it, it took this company a year to transition of the full-time work of a senior designer with the help of additional ones. So it was super expensive. But if you think about it in a way that if you do it once, after that, you can even have product uh, owners and managers that will come to Figma and create quick landing pages or features by themselves just to test things out. That should give you another perspective on this because well-made design system has a really good translations between uh, sides of the company. So what you can take from it is that essentially everyone at the company could create a screens. So then the work of UI designer is not creating a screens, but it's more like an audit of the screens. And then it becomes much more, it, it's just fun work because you're not focusing on creating dumb buttons and sections. You're just trying to create some meaning and impact behind your design. And that's, I think, where the most fun uh, comes in. The, the... So, exactly. I mean, you need to learn this stuff. You need to start with the, uh, creating the buttons, but at some point, it's just like, man, I don't only, I, I really, from the deepest part of my heart, I don't care about the color of this button. <laughs> it's creating another button. I will uh, get mental at some point. So you need to think about, like, if we are talking about the value of the design system, the value will increase palette. And no matter how much you work, the, you will have to have a design uh, system that is based off of their corporate identity. So... But if, if not, it, um, then you would have to define it, I guess. Let's say case. each screen will take up to 50 to 60% faster to uh, create for the people. And essentially the barrier for the like less knowledge people can create it as well. So you can imagine a lot of screens can be made really easily uh, by mostly everyone. So you can imagine this simple thing, like monthly, will generate you a lot of spurred money. And mm -hmm. if you're looking at it from like two to three year perspective, you can imagine that it saves tons of time. Oh, no worries. But I think, I think we, we have to make a sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. I think we moved from the values and the, the basic structure of this whole thing, of this terrifying thing, monster called design system. I think we can talk about the structure for like the like the middle one, middle one uh, what's the what the important parts to have in there and i think we can have a second episode where we dive dive, dive deep into each like the category slash part of the design system i think we definitely need a, a second episode uh, because 
I believe that a lot of our audience are having a lot of questions right now and uh, we will not be able to, to, I think, to cover everything about the censuses in one episode. It's too big. There are too many things to talk about there, you know. Uh, so I will even encourage our audience to, atoms, if you guys want to, go into our pages. Discord channel, it's, it's, it's just uh, to join our Discord channel, and you drop your the questions there As you about you know, you the systems. We'll be happy to read them and try to cool. answer you suddenly them created a on form. our next episode. So you feel put free together to join us there and be a part of UX Boost as well. So yeah, um, next episode we cover mm. other the the second part of design systems. So <laughs> part one, part two, exactly. So yeah, um, to like I think so. Prepare I think so because to talk about it today with all of you Russia, for the next episode, it's a topic that let's uh, divide the whole design system to a couple of parts, and then we will focus on them. So I think I will say I will uh, say one and briefly explain it, and then Carlos, you will take from there. So I think the first part of the design system should be documentation, where you put description, how you work, how the file is structured, and how you navigate across everything, and briefly about the project. That should be the documentation. Again, we will talk about it in more details on the next episode. The second part, Carlos, is... Yeah, I know. It's just another part, not the second one. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's, that's a, so in, in it, you have probably a typography, a style, color guide, colors, and maybe something about layout and spacings. What's the typical thing? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So the next part would be our atoms. On the atomic design, we also talk about but, it in uh, the next episode because that's un- like we can start with it because it's. I, I think like designers, essentially, we are we, following we are always it part of our work. So and the first in, in part general, every, of every components and every project the, manager inside our everyone is uh, design system should be the but basic in a collaborative scenario buttons it means also sliders open uh, radio so buttons check boxes so if you well, start a design subscribes to itself without the mind or without the nice set that your work will be criticized and also improved upon by other people just then your design system is failing on the yeah, very basic yeah. level. And then yeah, we got we got what, he, what you meant. You what cannot you be descriptive when <laughs> okay, starting right. with sorry, descriptive when, when starting a design system. For the for the first part, you need to for take input from your development team, from your project manager, base, from whoever, then or you can, whoever other actor is uh, involved, as well as your user. section. Being too prescriptive and being too overly strict about how things have to go, which are like a card. Will so I've done it. Heard the Previously, so you find way. a card in which you have a placeholder, and this play ho- placeholder you will swap with a different content. So you have like the background for each card as the same component. So you, if you want to change border radius or a shadow, no. you change that in one place. So that's oh, no. so you're creating. What you can do is to create templates for sections, which are I don't know the list, the horizontal list, the vertical list, uh, the header as a template. To create 
the main component. But yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. that's somewhere where we land at the end. And yeah, I think that's that's the basic structure of the design system. No, I am Carlos, thinking, Eric. I want to add something. There are two things that come come with maturity, and that yeah, is the use of, of the proper use of auto layout. Yeah. And something that we've also been planning, the proper use of accessibility. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think someone or a designer who is not exactly. properly introduced to accessibility and yeah. to layout should undertake a design system? Yeah. So, exactly. So, I think we should end on that because that's a lot of information to digest. And on next episode, we, can talk, we will talk about atomic design. And how to properly design each part of the design system and how to use these templates that we're talking a lot about. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. Um, I think maybe we can move on to the last part of this episode. Uh, so I think as we we normally do is what to avoid. So what should our audience avoid that, that is when I, creating a design system, especially if they are doing it for the first time? I think one of the key parts of it is not to get uh, <laughs> uh, like not to get yeah, 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 yeah. Um, obsessed with it because when you're starting you probably creating some product for a new startup. And the design system is an addition for the product, not the product. So you need to focus, first of all, on providing well-executed features and well-executed and tested product, not the design system. That's the, I think a lot of juniors just like forgetting about the Main thing that we're doing. That, that the design system. Design I do believe a lead designer. What we want to do is to create an impact and create. Uh, even if you know if it's if, if you're a sole designer, then uh, create a business. I would 100 you look out for a mentor. So or and you if you're focused on some help, the components, um, buttons, so on, and so on, you're forgetting about marketing into creating a design system. That's what I've said previously. So that's that's one thing to avoid. Not focus like strictly on the design system. Sometimes you need to break the rules to achieve greatness. Oh my god, <laughs> that wasn't a quote from any book. That's only me. People, bye. One hundred percent agree. That's being open to critique is something that we are mentioning almost on every episode. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, think I, think, I have any I other think... stuff. It's very important, actually. I mean, something it's something that we always mention, and it's not always like never enough saying, like work with other people, work within a team, listen to your team, uh, you know, ask for questions, ask for reviews, uh, for peer review. That's really important in any work, and especially in this one. So I think it's very important to discuss that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. Great question to ask. <sighs> yeah, I mean, accessibility can be addressed if you know the basics of auto layout and maybe not the basics, but like semi-advanced level. If you're on semi-advanced level on knowing how auto layout works, which means knowing how to create a components, 
the scalable components, I think accessibility is really important, but it's easier to adjust once you create a design system. But if you're not familiar with uh, component creation and uh, auto layouts, you shouldn't create a design system. You should stop on the style guide and then ask for help because it could, if you create, I think creating design system badly, it's the worst thing that not creating it at all. But I think it goes, it goes into, sorry, it goes into what you guys were saying before. Like you don't create it by yourself. It's not something that you create alone. So you're probably going to work with I mean, your team. If you're uh, super good as me, then you can, but you know. <laughs> super humble as well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I think like you guys said, uh, you're going to work w- within your team. So if you're not sure about you know, the second part of it, like share w- with your team and ask for questions and ask for guidance in that, you know, because you're not doing this by yourself. You're not supposed to do this by yourself. So it's important to like, like with, again, like we said, you know, peer review questions, you know, don't take over the world by yourself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The important part. Cool. I think we covered it all. Yeah. I think so. I think, I think we're good for today. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of hidden gems in this episode. So I would advise for everyone to listen very carefully and, um, and wait for the second episode that's coming next week. Um, so, and there's going to be an other hidden gems related to design systems that we are preparing for you guys. Like I said, uh, join us on discord and drop us, uh, your questions related to design systems and we'll be happy to answer all of them. Um, I mean, as much as we can, as many as we can on our next episode and, um, we'll see each other again next week. Thanks, guys, for this amazing episode. Uh, And bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks.